Hello and welcome to Taking the Stress Out of Sleep. I'm James Wilson, your host, also known as the Sleep Geek, the founder of Kidmate. And today we're going to talk about you might be rubbish at sleeping, but you are brilliant at being tired. As a poor sleeper, for me, one of the most important parts of me sleeping better was a change in mindset. Like many poor sleepers, I'd always beat myself up about my poor sleep. Why can't I be like those other people? Those people who just go to bed and fall asleep. Those people who don't wake up in the middle of the night. Those people who are focused and productive during the day. Why can't I just be like them? Every time I had a poor night's sleep, I would beat myself up. I would tell myself, I've slept poorly last night, I'm going to sleep poorly tonight. It would be my obsession. I would be thinking about it all the time when I was in my sort of teens and my early 20s, particularly at university. It was horrific. For me, my poor sleep often manifested itself in that I'd have one night of poor sleep, maybe two, three hours, and then it would become seven, eight, nine, ten days of similar amount of sleep. And then I would crash and have 16 hours. And I might reset and I might be fine. It might start again. At any point in my life where there was a little bit of stress, the fear would return. That sense of loneliness. Because there's nothing more lonely than being awake in the middle of the night. Even if you're sleeping next to someone, when they're asleep and you're awake, you just feel useless. Why can't I? Why can't I get to sleep? What is my problem? And for many poor sleepers, we beat ourselves up about our poor sleep. What we don't recognise is this is something we inherit. This is part of our genetics. This is not something that we are doing on purpose. You can't just shut your eyes and go to sleep. That's what good sleepers tell us. But it's not true. So we have to accept. We have to accept who we are as sleepers. And it is such a powerful part of sleeping better. That acceptance of, I might be rubbish at sleeping, but I'm brilliant at being tired. Because when you wake up in the middle of the night, what do you think? You think, oh, it's two o'clock. I've got to get up at six. I've got four hours. And then it's half two, I've got to get up at six, I've got three and a half hours. And then it's half three, I've got to get up at six, I've got two and a half hours. And we tell ourselves this story of failure. I'm going to be awful tomorrow. I'll not be able to cope tomorrow. I've got such a big event tomorrow and I will not be able to deal with it. Now I work with people who've played in European Cup finals. I've worked with people who've played in World Cup semi-finals. I've worked with people who've been in the Olympics, in the Commonwealth Games. I've worked with people who've got three kids, single parent and two jobs. I've worked with people who are running big organisations, government ministers, celebrities. All these people are beating themselves up about what tomorrow is going to bring. But when I talk to my footballers, I'll say to them, well, tell me about a time when you played amazing, you had no sleep the night before. And they can. They've got a plethora of those stories. I say, tell me about a time you slept poorly and you performed poorly. They might have one or two. Your body generally gets through, gets you through tomorrow. It's geared up to getting you through tomorrow. It can deal with short-term sleep. So beating ourselves up about our poor sleep, all that leads to is more and more poor sleep. Our poor sleep will last for longer if we are telling ourselves that this is our fault and we just need to try harder. You might be rubbish at sleeping but you are brilliant at being tired that is the story you need to tell yourself in the middle of the night tell yourself the story of the time that as a footballer you slept poorly and performed amazingly tell yourself the story of the night of poor sleep but the next day you were brilliant i can tell you mine i was in belfast i was working the next day delivering all day seven hours i was getting a flight back at nine driving home from manchester airport and getting back at one i knew this was going to happen i went out the night before because i was with, with the company i was working with just the wrong amount of alcohol, a little bit of stress, a fear of not falling asleep and how it will be tomorrow. 
and I had, it felt like no sleep. I probably had half an hour, an hour. But yeah, I got up. I went and delivered four sessions the next day, had dropping appointments with 10 people. And I performed amazingly. I went to the airport. I flew on the plane home. I drove back from, from, from the airport. I got home and I went to bed, fell asleep and had a good night's sleep. And that's the story that I tell myself when I can't get to sleep in the middle of the night. You don't need to worry, James, because remember that time where you slept appallingly and you performed amazingly. That's the story to tell yourself when you are struggling in the middle of the night. And you also need to remember the best thing for a good night's sleep tonight is a poor night's sleep last night. Because your body is geared towards solving that sleep deprivation problem. It wants you to have better sleep. Sleep is an instinct. Sleep is something that we need. There's four things we need to live. Food, water, air and sleep. And unless you've got a condition called fatal familial insomnia, your body will give you that sleep. But your body can only give it you if you turn your brain off, if you stop telling yourself that you are a failure. Because it's that sense of failure that, that has your body in a state of insecurity. You do not feel emotionally and physically secure because you're telling yourself that you are not going to sleep well tonight. And it perpetuates and it perpetuates and it perpetuates. So accept you might be a bit rubbish at sleeping, but also accept that you are brilliant at being tired. And accept that if you can turn your brain off, if you can have a more positive conversation with yourself, then that gives your body the space to do its job and give you the sleep that you need. But it's not our fault because experts tell us if you don't get seven hours sleep for one night, you are going to die. And that kind of information, that kind of statement comes from the idea that Experts think poor sleepers are idiots. Experts think that poor sleepers are stupid. Experts think if only we realised how bad poor sleep affects our health, we'd try harder. But that's not true. Poor sleepers, like you and me, we know what poor sleep feels like. We know what it's like to try and get through a day where it feels like quicksand and you're walking so slowly. You're in a meeting and you can't even keep up with what's happening. When you're trying to deal with your kids and your emotions are so on edge that you will lose it with them because of your poor sleep. We don't need to be patronised. We do not need to be told that poor sleep is going to kill us. Because A, that's not true. And B, it won't help us sleep better. Poor sleepers aren't stupid. Poor sleepers aren't idiots. Poor sleepers aren't doing it on purpose. We've inherited it. We need to deal with it. And we deal with it by changing our mindset. We might be rubbish at sleeping, but we are brilliant of being tired so hopefully I've convinced you to have a more positive conversation with yourself about your sleep because remember when we take the stress out of sleep we start to sleep better I'm James Wilson your host also known as a Sleep Geek you can find more about my work at thesleepgeek.co.uk my social media handles at thesleepgeek and I hope this has helped sleep well <laughs>